Welcome to the Healing Trauma and CPTSD Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Coven. I'm a certified trauma recovery and resilience coach, and this podcast is all about hope and recovery. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode, I'm joined with psychotherapist Kath Conahan again. She's been on before, and we are both talking about Mother's Day and all of the big feelings that come along with that. So we are talking as uh, professionals, but we're also talking um, personally as, as daughters of, um, with mother wounds. So I really hope that you find this episode in some way comforting, validating, and, and helpful. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Monique. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Okay, I'm going to correct that and say, hi, Kath. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Monique. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm I'm so happy to speak to you again. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was a great pleasure to be here to think about mothers. Yes, I, I have been feeling inside that uh, I really need to, to have a conversation about Mother's Day as it is approaching very, very quickly. And I know that, that uh, daughters and sons are feeling a lot of different emotions right now uh, as we're coming to that day. And I mean, there's just, there's so much there, but one of the things that comes to my mind is how many daughters and sons feel kind of obligated to uh, buy a card and come with a gift and go celebrate and visit um, and honor, quote unquote, the the mother that uh, they may have experienced a tremendous amount of um, trauma with. So I thought we could we could talk about that and acknowledge what that's like for the, um, the person who is going through that right now, because that is so uh, heavy. Yeah, it's so heavy. I think you I noticed even as you've been talking about this, I've had such a reaction in my body, okay. in my chest and in my stomach and kind of uh, going down my arms, thinking about that idea of, uh, in quotes, honoring um, someone who might have stood by while something was done to you or have participated in trauma or have abandoned or neglected you or, you know, whatever the, the kind of the trauma was, it's, it feels it's such an uncomfortable societal message um, that as children we need to honour um, the mother when there's been trauma. I mean, I think generally it's a, it's a problematic message because you have to kind of be able to choose just because someone is your mother or your family doesn't necessarily mean as an adult you want a relationship with them. Um, Mm. Well, in my view, and I think one of the things that I think about for trauma survivors is that for so long, um, the reality or our reality has been denied um, and or somehow altered to fit the family story or the story that the abuser tells or um, 
the, the kind of the general family culture which might require silence and shaming or silence via shaming. And so um, holding on to your, your right not to send a card and not to have any contact, I think in some cases feels so important. I mean, that sound might, might sound quite drastic, but I think especially for our inner, our younger parts, to honour them feels, feels kind of crucial to me and also so hard. Does that make sense? It, it totally does. And I'm, I'm thinking about my personal experience. And I think that it's important to say that we are all in a different place about yes. that. Because, yes. because what you're saying is, is truth, that we do have to acknowledge at some point and feel and honor that younger part that may feel like, no, I am not going to visit. I am not going to honor and send flowers or a card. But because we're at different places, I think it's important, first of all, to acknowledge that, hey, this is what you're feeling. And it's completely normal to feel all of these ginormous emotional feelings about this about having to visit how our um, experiences were denied etc and in some cases I know for myself it started with going to visit every Mother's Day and looking to purchase and I know people are going to be able to relate to this for that for that card that had the least amount of writing that basically said happy Mother's Day not yeah. the one that said you have always been such a you know, amazing, all of that. Yes. And, and so I would go through the motions of visiting and smiling. But how I did that was I disconnected, like I had always done my whole life. Mm -hmm. So I was there, but I wasn't there, if that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. And so that's just what I kind of wanted to say is that that might be what you're going to be doing now. But that doesn't mean that at a later time when you've done more work and more healing that you might come to a place as I have where I, I won't acknowledge that day. I will not, I can't, it's not within me to acknowledge and send a card and, and I, I, I just can't. And that's for my younger part. Um, but I wasn't always there. Yeah. And I think you're so, I love the way you've, um, uh, kind of discussed that because um, one of the things I was thinking about this was that the story that we have about our own recovery and our own histories and the recovery that we have from trauma is, is goes in an arc I think and um, in the beginning sometimes people want a lot of distance in the beginning and they have no contact boundary and they cut off all any phone calls or anything and then Maybe over time they might have a small amount of visits. And in some cases, when we're not strong enough um, or when we, we still kind of in the family dysfunction, we, we do continue to see people. And then we get to a place where we can no longer do it to ourselves. And when I look back at some of my journey, part of the story arc for me was um, I did a lot of looking into the history of both of my parents and um, looking at their trauma and that kind of shifted some of the arc of my story because then I understood more about 
what had happened to them and therefore it gave me more kind of understanding about what had happened in our family um but I think I, I love what you say that now you don't you do you you kind of honor yourself um in all the ways you know how and I think that we there's that I think it's a Maya Angelou quote where she says we do better when we know better and I think it's so much about doing better for ourselves yeah always yeah. ourselves because and, and I um I know people sometimes say that's selfish and that especially mm-hmm. this COVID time might be might be meaning that people fear feel fear of should I see this person even if they were very contributed to my trauma should I do this because they might die should I because they're old and I always think we have to make decisions out of love for ourselves instead of fear I I love that I love that and I know for trauma survivors um, many of us were told that we were selfish for having feelings so um, I like the way that you invite us back to really the truth that no, it's, it's a question of really loving and being compassionate to that part of us that, that, that suffered and that needs, that needs to come back to how they really feel and honoring them, honoring them. <laughs> yes, so much about them. And, and I always, um, I say this to myself and I have to repeatedly say this to myself and I say this to clients as well, that we, we can never go back and we can never do our childhoods again. We can never that little, little girl, little boy, or, and all our different self states or parts, whatever you want to label them. They are now in the present and we are the only ones who can give them um, what they need. And so kind of now is the time to protect ourselves because we, we didn't get what we needed. And I notice as part of my recovery, sometimes I've taken those parts of myself to people who are not safe or I've given them too much information or something because I've still hoped that they could give me what I needed. And it's so painful to keep on realizing when you do that to yourself and to then realize I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. 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 It's, um, but again, I just want to remind people that, that it is really a, a journey. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that at different parts of our, of our experience, we're going to be able to be where we need to be. Um, because I don't think I would have, I, I wasn't where I am today. I wouldn't have been able to even understand that I can't get what I need from other people, that it's only me that's going to be able to reparent that younger part. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of that because I, what does that look like? You know, it just didn't, couldn't feel it visually. I couldn't imagine it. Um, But obviously as you grow and as you heal and as you learn and you understand that you do have the compassionate capacities with, excuse me, within you because you offer compassion to your dog, to your friends, to your people you care about, you can start to do that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And also I would say, I learned to repair it myself with my therapist. I mean, she taught me mm-hmm. how to do that. I don't think personally that we can learn to reparent ourselves necessarily alone. I think mm-hmm. we, we need the, 
the comfort and the support and the guidance and the education of a and the holding of a of a therapist or a coach someone who can actually do that for us and then we learn to do that function for ourselves and I totally honor and agree with what you say about it's such a um it's such a journey and and each point on it has got different realizations and so mm-hmm. none of what either of us say is applicable to anyone and, and everyone will just have to take what they like um, yes. and kind of leave the rest because nothing that I can say it's in some ways I read something else I don't know where I heard this but the more we talk about the the the, the more detail we talk about our experiences in the closer we get to the universal and so it's so helpful to hear you here talk about your experience because then I learn something and so I guess that's what we're doing in a way to help people find their own truth among some of our stories yes and I I I felt so strongly that I wanted to do this you know I wanted to have this conversation because I could feel it I could I could just um I could just feel that that's what people are going through and I wanted to validate that and say that this is this is this is normal this is okay we see you we see that you're going through this and um we're with you in it in some way because like you were saying we're sharing our stories and and it's kind of all connected we we know what that feels like and so just to just to make them feel a little less alone in that incredibly difficult experience of you know, Mother's Day coming. Yeah. Yeah. And um, do, you know, do you know that book? Um, what is it called? In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts by um, Gabor Mate. Or Mate, I'm not sure what one is. Have you read that book? No, I read his other one. Okay. So I think it's in that book because I get a bit confused. I'm not, I think it's in that book. He says that um, when we have a, a decision about taking care of ourselves, he says we should always choose guilt over resentment and I ponder that a lot in the context of um, these type of family days because choosing guilt would mean for me that I do what works for me i.e I only do what my what kind of all my different self states and my adult feels comfortable with rather than choosing to please um, Mm. a family member or or indeed a mother and go and take them something because there's the kind of an idea that that's what we should in inverted commas do. I know that the guilt is sometimes also hard to sit with, but for me, it's prioritizing myself um, and honoring myself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And again, that can be, you know, it comes at different stages. That could be really hard for some people who are just kind of starting out and starting to acknowledge that, oh, I have had childhood trauma. You know, the idea of, of saying, no, well, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to what I, I don't wanna go, could be terrifying, the idea. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, it's, 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 exactly. I think that's such an important thing to say that it's, it's terrifying. It's, it, it takes your breath away, the idea that you could actually yeah. do something like that, not send a card or not visit. Yeah. 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 And as, I, as I'm thinking about it, I'm feeling terrified, but I'm also feeling like exhilarated because it's like you're, you're, you're speaking up for that child self that's terrified, 
you know, your child self, it's like mixed day. Child self is saying like, you can't do that. You don't know what's going to happen. She's going to go nuts. You're, you're going to be killed. You're going to be, you know, punished. And then there's yeah. that exhilarated adult part that's saying, nope, not going. Don't have to go, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's tricky that w w when I feel so activated like that as well, trying to calm yourself down and notice kind of which parts are talking and how kind of what actually feels right to, to, to us, to one. It's that, I think that's also a process where you, um, you, you do make mistakes and, and you might like make a decision to send something or to visit or not to visit or whatever decision you might make might feel uncomfortable or like you wish you'd made a different decision the, the day afterwards. But I think that's also part of the, of the, the trauma healing is starting to practice new behaviors and test it out and to know that it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah, I like know that it was, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I think it's part of the whole perfectionism thing. I didn't realize that I thought that once I'd recovered, or, I mean, I'm obviously, I think recovery is a long process, but that I would get things right first time and you, mm -hmm. you don't, it's, it's a messy, 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 process yes yes it is that messy word keeps coming up and I love, it. <laughs> I love it because it allows for humanity you know because we are grown we're grown we grow up very black and white it's this or it's that yes yeah that's so I really like that it is it's messy mm -hmm. it's so messy and I, I was um I always when, when I'm discussing this with clients and with myself, I think to myself, okay, what, what does actually honor me in this case? What, what do I actually want? What does feel good? And I sometimes have to say to myself, okay, if, if I, if I could just do something totally for myself and, and not worry about what <laughs> anyone else thought and no, having no comments from anyone else or anything, what would I do? And then I find I get much closer to my truth. Mm. And I notice with clients as well, because the mother wound is so pervasive, so pervasive. And so, and especially when your mother is still alive, it's still got such a, she's such a, such a hold on you often. And, but if I say to them, what would you do for just for you? If knowing that she couldn't hurt you or she wouldn't shout at you or, it wouldn't be, you know, all your, your little girl wouldn't be pulled in a very painful way. And they often are able to get to something. They might not be able to actually do it because it feels too painful, but they know what it is. That's a wonderful question. Even just knowing what they really, what they really want to do. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe at some point they'll get to that. Um, you know? Yeah. Cause it's a process. Yeah. We can't, we can't change things just because we go to therapy for even for a few years, it might take us many years to, to actually say, no, I'm not going to put up with this behavior anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to share something personal right now, but um, so, you know, with the COVID and we were ordering flowers for our respective mothers and yes. my, my husband went ahead and ordered his and then I said, uh, I'm not. And he said, okay, I'm going to trust you in that. And I just felt, yeah, I'm, I'm uh. not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And I, I'm at that place, of course, where I, 
I, I can't not, um, I can't not honor the little girl that really didn't have an emotional relationship with a mom. So how can I honor that day? How can I be authentic and honor that day? It just feels so, it feels like, um, it feels so much like a lie and a betrayal. And so I'm okay with that. But like I said, that's a process. I put, I was not like that. It took a long time to get to that place. Yeah, that's so touching, Monica. I loved hearing that. And and also your husband's response is so respectful and holding. It really struck me in kind of just, just witnessing you and your journey, not kind of questioning or giving advice or anything. Mm-hmm. That's Thank lovely. You. Thank you. Wow. So... So I, I'm, I'm really glad that we got to just uh, honor these beautiful listeners who are experiencing difficulty right now. And, um, you know, we just want to say we, we see you, we hear you, we feel with you, and um, we honor you. Yeah. Yes. And I think that all of us, as part of our own journeys of healing, we are learning to, to mother ourselves. So we're all mothers, regardless of whether, I mean, we obviously all have a mother and we are also all mothers, regardless of whether we have children or whether we've birthed children, because we have ourselves to mother. And actually there was a quote that I saw from Pete Walker about self-mothering being a, being a resolute refusal to, criticize ourselves or abandon ourselves in any way. And I found that so loving. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's great. We're, we're, we're worthy of our own love and our own tending of care and not abandoning ourselves. And it's been such a, um, an honoring, actually. It's made me think about how I mother myself. So thank you so much, Monique. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad we had this conversation. So thank you for being here again. And... Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we'll talk again soon. Bye. Okay, take care. Bye. If you would like to find out more information with regards to my coaching options, you could reach me on my website at www.cbtsdcoach.com. You can visit me on my Facebook and Instagram page at cbtsdcoach.com.